the boys are a lot calmer with Mark they because are. he just has a much more calmer disposition. Yes. He moves at a slower pace. Yeah. You and I are like a hurricane, yeah. like, <laughs> coming through the house. Like, yeah. I'm picking, I'm yelling, I'm, yeah. whereas the boys are just like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. If the mess is there when I get home, like, so be it. Welcome to Parenthood, where our lives and stories aren't perfect, but very real. I'm your host, Leonie Kidanor, and each week I'll be peeling back the often silent struggle we face as parents and bringing you guilt-free conversations to help you feel seen and heard. It's like group therapy. This segment is Real Talk, where Liv and I discuss the trials and tribulations of parenting in all its unpredictability. Welcome to the show. Real, real, real Talk. Legit vibes. <laughs> oh, you can do party. That's fine. Party. Party. Yeah, party. We are definitely party. <laughs> All right, here we are. Back in the <laughs> they let us back. I can't believe they've actually let us back to record another podcast. Back on the couch. Feel like Oprah at this point, you We're, know. <laughs> it's like welcome to my couch. <laughs> it's a really nice colour couch oh, too. It? It's, it feels Very... like home when we're back here. Oh, it does. Especially with you, my girl. Oh, totally. Tell me, tell me, how's life talking about home? Uh, what's, what's I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I did, how do I describe this? I did a thing and oh. I can't believe how stupid I have been. Oh my God. You don't know where I'm going with this, no. do you? <laughs> so I let my four-year-old convince me to buy a bunk bed. Okay. Okay. I'm considering one, so talk to me. Yeah. So, okay, so backstory was I thought it was a good idea, so yeah. I said to Tommy... Tommy, do you think that you'd like a bunk bed? And he's like, Mom, I'd love a bunk bed. Yeah, yeah I'll sleep up the top and Harry will yeah. sleep on the bottom. And yeah. I was like, great idea. Yeah. Reason for buying a bunk bed is we live in a three-bedroom house. I am so done with the chaos of toys everywhere. Yeah. So I wanted to turn one of the bedrooms oh. into a room that I can just shut the door on yeah. and put all their junk in yes. and never have to see it again because yeah, I'm that. done. Yeah. The amount of plastic in my house yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally sends me mental. Yeah. So I was like, great idea. This is a solution. We'll turn the smaller bedroom into the bunk bed yeah. and we'll put the boys in. So fast, spend, you know, a good chunk of money on a nice bunk bed. So I'm like, they'll probably have this for five to ten years. And I love the idea of them sharing a room like your boys do. You know, so positive, 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 positive. It arrives. We're now a month into the goddamn bunk bed. Okay. And last night I said, the bunk bed's going back to the shop. I'm done. (laughs) Because Tommy is now terrified of sleeping on the top of the bunk bed, even though we'd had many holidays where he slept on the top of the bunk bed fine. So he needs one of us either holding his hand or... And it's not a regression. He's been a perfect sleeper for the last two years. He's now scared of the dark. I've tried night lights. I've tried everything. It's just... But then the worst thing is is Harry, the two-and-a-half-year-old who we've just moved into early. I think all the research says do not move a child out of the cot yeah. until they're at least three. Yeah. And I knew that, but I took the risk anyway, yeah. which I shouldn't have mm. given you all know how terribly he has slept for the last two and a half years. Yeah. And he is now like, yeah, mum, like I don't have a cage. Like I am just going to explore and I want to talk to Tommy. And oh. he's also got the worst stalling tack. Like, he's just a staller. Like, oh. We'll get into bed and we've brought forward getting ready for bed yeah. an hour earlier than what it usually was. Okay. So no TV, you know, a good half an hour, 45 minutes of books or yeah. quiet time wow. or Lego yes. or yes. just trying to bring them down yeah. because they are like energizer yes. bunnies. 
Uh, but still, we are trying to settle them, both Mark and I, in the room for probably two hours. Oh, my god! We can get Tommy to sleep eventually just by hand-holding. Oh. But Harry is like, this is the best thing oh. that's ever <laughs> happened to me. This is like a roller coaster ride. And I'm going to go get my drink bottle and then I'm going to lie here. And I've tried putting him in a sleeping bag. I've tried. Oh. I was like, Mark, you need to reassemble the goddamn the cot. cot. Get the yes. cot. Get the cot now. This. Oh. What was I thinking? Which is why I started with this of I listened to my four-year-old convince me <laughs> of an idea that I already had and thought was a pretty good one myself uh, that, yeah, he wanted oh, no. a bunk bed and now I'm in this situation where I'm, like, so str- and so triggered every night because yes. I'm coming out of the busy period now but I've, like, the last little bit, I've just needed to get into my office yes. and do a couple of hours of work. Yeah. I'm not getting in till like, two hours later than oh, I'd actually my- want to be because I don't want it to all fall to Mark yeah. as so much of this season yes. <laughs> of her has been. We've been yeah. in that transition period. Yeah. Um, so-, you, so Okay, so game plan. Can we put the oh. cot in the room with the bunk bed? Yeah, but oh, I, can't, I like things to be pretty and that's just not going to be pretty. Well, have I you seen my house? Don't worry about pretty. <laughs> this is like I a, need to sleep. survival. But like. I actually don't know if he'll go back into it. But, I mean, we've got oh, nothing to lose at this point. Right. We try. actually have yeah. nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. And going one step further from that. Yeah. Selling the bunk bed, going yeah. back to their individual rooms. Yeah. I'm just, I think we're probably two or three nights from, oh. let's just see okay. what happens. So Cot goes in tonight. I we think need to cot, make it happen. Cot has to go yes. in tonight. Yes. Yes. I don't oh know. I just, gosh. I'm so, I just oh, you're like, want to be so tenacious with, like, see them through. Like, maybe they're just one. I'm like, yeah, I'm like a terrible gambler, more. right? Like, <laughs> one more coin. Like, maybe we're just one coin away <laughs> from <laughs> pokies. <laughs> We're, we are going for dinner tonight, so why don't you get Mark to try it tonight? All right, after one this, last time. after this, okay. okay. Yeah, you could just rock like in he, when you well, rock Well, that's in. the thing. I am out tonight. Yeah. I actually don't think it's physically possible for yeah. him to settle both of these kids yeah. without me because yeah. the last fortnight, well, when I've got home when I have been out, guess what? They're both in our bed. Yeah. So that's yeah. the only way that he's been able to get them to sleep. So uh, it's a diabolical mess right now. What have I done? Okay, so. I've messed with the oh. system. So anyone listening, do not move your child yes. into a bunk bed, single bed, any kind of bed yeah. before they're three. Before they're leaping out of it. Before yeah. they're leaping out yeah. of the cot. Like for me, yeah. I'm like, my kid had to leap out and nearly break yeah. his wrist before I said, okay, the cot's going. I love the cot. Yeah. The cot, they can't get out. Yeah. Like it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Like, what was I thinking? This, this is like, where I'm like, <laughs> what was I actually thinking? Have I had like a complaint? Like, I, oh, I don't know. I don't okay, know. so stay, stay tuned on stay the tuned. bunk bed gate. Yes. I'm, I'm keen to yes. hear where this yes. ends up. Oh my God. Even though this is our last episode for this season. That is exactly what it is. (laughs) I want you to come back next season and tell us all about it. We'll start off. Oh, love it. Okay, so what are we talking about today, Liv? You've done more research. Talk to me. I want to talk about, like, parenting styles. Yes. Because I feel like we all went into parenthood kind of imagining, like, this super zen, calm, beautiful, have-it-all-together parent style with our children. Yes. We all know that's not, like, what happens. (laughs) So I've done some research Uh, on parenting styles and apparently, well, the research that I've chosen just for this, there's so much research and so many different parenting styles. But 
I've chose this one because they're quite simple to understand yeah. and you know that I like simple things. Yes, okay. So let me tell you about the four different parenting styles okay. and then I want you to tell me which one you dreamt of being or okay. you thought that you would be. Okay. And then let's see if we actually are what we thought we would be. I love this. Okay. I think we already both know the answer, yeah. but let's, let's, <laughs> yes. let's go with it. Okay. First one is permissive. So you are overly responsive and less probably demanding. So you are child-driven, you rarely give or enforce rules, you're quite lax, you overindulge your child uh, to avoid conflict. The next one is authoritative. So solving problems together with your child, setting clear rules and expectations, open communication and natural consequences. Oh, I like that Mm. one. Okay, next one, neglectful. So neglectful means uninvolved or absent, provides little nurture or guidance, uh, indifferent to child's social, emotional and behavioural needs. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is uh, authoritarian, authoritarian rather. Mm -hmm. Let me just get my words right. Authoritarian. It's kind of like HR world, this stuff, like type of management styles. (laughs) Okay, so Mm parent-driven, sets strict rules and punishment, one way of communication with little consideration of child's social, emotional and behavioural needs. I feel like there's a little bit of bias in terms of how this has been written, Mm. but we still get the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so which one did you think you would be? Okay, so I thought I would be the one that's like, you know, let's work together on forming a solution to our problems. Authoritative is you. Authority. I would love just chill, kick back the you know kid stuffs up. That's all right, darling. Let's have a chat about no, darling. Chocolate is not good for yes. your insides. Oh yes, mummy. I know that yeah. chocolate's not good for my insides. I'm not going to have it. No, darling. No more. We're going to leave okay. the pa- we're going to leave the park now, darling. Yeah. Is that it? We're going to leave in five minutes. Will you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm right there with you. Oh, so that's what you. I thought. Had, yeah. yeah. I just had. I mean, I always knew. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I knew it was going to be challenging, yeah, yeah. but in terms of how I thought I would parent yeah. and set ground rules and they how they would respond, yeah. because let's, the, I mean, the common denominator or the thing that influences this is probably the personality of the child yes. too, right? Yes. Because maybe maybe this is something we talk about too. Hadn't mm. planned this. Do we have different parenting styles for our? For, chil- for both the children, mm. do we have to approach them in different ways? I know I absolutely have to. Yeah, because you've um, got the lamb and the rooster. Oh, I've got the lamb and the rooster. Shout out Maggie Dan. Oh, Maggie, <laughs> still love you, still love you, Maggie. Come back on, come back on. Yeah. So tell, okay, so talk me through that then. So people who don't know lamb and rooster, give us an exact sum and then how you handle it. So rooster, usually quite light, loud, very independent, yeah. quite demanding, it's their way or the highway. That's little Harry. Your that's two-year-old. little. That's my two-year-old, yep. two, two and a half, nearly three yes, now. Yes. Oh my god, where does the time <laughs> go? Whereas a lamb is probably a little bit more permissive, yep. uh, likes to be guided, mm-hmm. usually a quieter, shyer personality yep. type. Yeah, really looks to someone to provide. Yeah. A pathway through whatever it is that they're trying to navigate. Yeah. Whereas the rooster is like, I know the damn one way yeah. that I'm going to get there, and I do not give two, yeah. you know what, yes. about what you think or yeah, yes. what you're going to do. Yeah. So, so that's Tommy, the four-year-old, is the is the is yeah, the lamb. The lamb. Yeah. So that so yeah, in terms of parenting them, mm. I can be a lot more authoritative with 
uh, Har- uh, with yeah. Tommy rather because yes. we can sit down and have a conversation and mm. he's a really good listener uh, and he understands why. Don't yeah. get me wrong, we have some real blowouts, yeah. but for the most part yeah. I can rationalise okay. with him. Maybe, and it's obviously an age thing too. Mm. But no, I think that's terrible that's, big time because I'm thinking is. about my kid. I'm like, <laughs> I can't do that. But yes, did you? Whereas, whereas Harry, yes. and I know perhaps a little bit more like Noah, your yes. four-year-old, yes. uh, I have to have boundaries yes. and we've spoken a lot about boundaries yep. uh, on the pod. Yeah. I have to say no a hell I mean I feel like no is the only word that ever comes out of my yeah. mouth yeah. because if I don't have strict rules you know, guidelines, mm. boundaries, you know, this is how it's going to do. He yeah. will walk all over me. Oh yeah. And he can and I absolutely go into that permissive, yes. especially at the shops when they start to have a little temper. Yes. I am that parent. I, it is the it is what I give myself the hardest time about. Yeah. How permissive I have become mm. because I'm so exhausted. Yes. I just can't deal with another fight. Yeah. So if I just have to spend fifteen bucks on that stupid plastic toy that's <laughs> filled my house. Yes. I will do it. Yeah. If I, I'll buy another bloody Kinder Surprise. Like, yeah. it's just, I, and I kick myself every time, but I'm just so tired over it oh. that I am <laughs> right now a very permissive parent. Yeah, I think I definitely am as well. And it's interesting. I think I've got two roosters, so they're mm. both very outgoing. But I think with Noah, probably even more on the extreme end, mm. he's nearly five. And I thought, oh, God, as they get closer to five, shouldn't they huh. just, like, calm down and be just easier to deal yeah. with? And you can talk to them and rationalise and, you know, be, the, yeah. you know, a bit more on their level. No, okay, this kid is driving me nuts. I can't, like, you can't, like, from the minute he wakes up, it's like... <laughs> Arguments, you know. I'm like, hey, can you hop in the shower? You're right there. The shower's there. Just hop in the shower. Yeah. I don't want to. It's not. I don't. Uh, I want to go downstairs. First. What's Charlie doing? Uh, and then I'll be like, okay, well, you can have a little play with Charlie. Yeah. Then and then let's get in the yeah. shower. And then we, you know, had the little play. Come on, shower. Now. Oh, I don't want. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I want, no, I want biscuits. No, I know that's not. Breakfast. They're faffers oh, like their dads. My God. <laughs> I'm like child. So he's just so independent oh, beyond so that independent. it's his timeline his as timeline, a, yeah. what he wants yeah. to do on his, you know, yeah. I, the whole world is them. And we know kids yeah. think that yeah. they are the whole world. Do you get the five more minutes? Five more minutes. Oh, We're five. down to two more minutes. I set a timer now because I'm so done. Yes. And I know that they actually don't have any concept of time. No. So my timer is actually one minute yeah. as opposed to two minutes or five minutes. Hot tip, oh, parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they now hear the alarm and go, okay, oh. right. I think but I that's probably after that's probably after half an hour of two minutes, and I'm yeah. just like, I don't know what else to do. I don't know what to do. It's very, very difficult to the point where, like, I was literally we got to a, an event recently with some friends, and I was nearly near, nearly in tears by yeah. the time we got because I was so shaken. I'm like, how many arguments can we have before nine a.m.? Like, yeah. and I try everything. Yeah. I'm like, I'll tell him what's coming up. So I'm like, we'll do this, and then you can have a little play, and then we'll do this, and we'll set expectations. Yeah. You think that would work? No, or like. I'll give you one more minute and then then it's, you know, we're moving on to the next. You think that? No. Do they gang up on you? Works. Having two roosters, have yeah. they worked out that if they, you know, there's two of them and yes. one of you for the most part, has that happened yet? It does. They ego. So Charlie's a little bit more of a mild rooster, I would say. At least maybe it might be an age thing, though. Yeah. He's still a bit cute and, you yeah. know, whereas Noah's like, no, my way or the highway. Yeah. So if 
Noah arcs up, then Charlie's like, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to. And I'm like, you two are going to be the death of me. So, again, to your point, I mean, I'm probably on more the, I'm trying to be a bit, you know, authority. No, I'm trying to be, well, all right. So These I, words are really hard to say really on a podcast. Hard, so. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be Why the did one. I not find a, yeah. I thought this was simple, but this is like, okay, authoritative, authoritarian. Yeah, so I'm trying to be like, let's get down on your level. Let's set expectations together, guys. I'm not trying to be too disciplinarian, but hey, guys, you've got this amount of time to do X and then we'll move on to this and then then we're going to do this and great. You got it? Awesome. And I'm trying to do that. And meanwhile, I end up being like, what's going on? I told you a hundred times. You know, like, and I just, and I don't want to get angry every day. Do you know what I did yesterday on Briefly interrupting this episode to thank today's sponsor, the Melbourne Museum. We love going to the museum as a family. Our boys always discover and learn something new every time we go. We recently did the Tiny Tours, which is a gorgeous tour specifically developed for our toddlers. So for those kids aged from about three to five. The guide was brilliant and engaging. The kids learnt so many cool science facts and they even did a clue hunt. Our kids absolutely loved it. While we were there, we also visited the exhibition called Fantastic Beasts, The Wonder of Nature, where we met some incredible creatures from the real and wizarding worlds. I loved how the exhibition also educated the kids on protecting our planet's extraordinary creatures. So that you can also experience all that the museum has to offer, Melbourne Museum is kindly giving away three family passes to visit the exhibition Fantastic Beasts, The Wonder of Nature, exclusive to parenthood listeners. It's truly one not to be missed. So for your chance to win, check out our Instagram page at parenthoodpod and for more information on the museum, visit museumsvictoria.com.au. I'll pop the details in the show notes. You know what I did yesterday on this? We just finally, leaving the house, I hadn't had to yell. I don't know what it was, whether they just like woke up half an hour earlier or perhaps I didn't have a stressful day yesterday so I wasn't as anxious about leaving the house. But as I had them in the car, I said, Boys, thank you. Thank you. That's you did one. such a good job yes. leaving the house. It makes mummy really sad. Yeah. Mummy doesn't want to have to yell at you. Yeah. Mummy feels sad. Do you know when you feel? So I tried to just kind of express yes. the emotion and the feeling yep. and try and yeah label it because I know that they it, they get sad. Like they don't yes, want mum. No. Like they start you know particularly the lamb Tommy yeah, yeah. gets so anxious when I start yeah. yelling. He goes into his shell. It's the worst possible thing. Even if he is the one that's like. Five more minutes. Um, my kids um, just laugh at me. Um, <laughs> Harry laughs at me. Harry's just <laughs> like, whatever. Whatever. You do your thing, yeah. Mum. Like, I ain't going to change. Like, yeah, almost yeah. scoffing. It's like yeah. a smug oh, look. It kills me. Laughing. It kills me. But to your point, this morning, um, Noah went straight in the shower and I did thank him. Yeah. I mean, you've got to find yeah. those moments, yeah. don't you? Yeah. And go, okay. Everyone is behavior. better for it. Like, yes. I hate to think some of those mornings oh. when I've dropped them off at daycare and all. All I've done is literally scream and yell and then I'm upset and sometimes it's almost panic attack provoking for us because it's so overwhelming what's 
perhaps going to happen in your work day, mm-hmm. let alone even getting there. And I think yes. I said on a podcast last season, I get into the office and I'm like doing the royal wave, like I made it, <laughs> high five me as I come in. Like, but yeah, yeah, it is so, so hard. It's so so hard. You, you do have to find those beautiful little moments oh, and go, Thank you. Yes. Good job. I'll give you a sticker. Our sticker chart, actually. Yes. I think I was talking about that too last yeah, season. Yeah. Going great guns. Oh, still. okay. So we come in and out of it yeah. and we lost traction for probably a couple of months. Yeah. But with the bunk bed uh, situation, yeah. we brought it back and yeah. it has helped a little bit. Okay. So they will get a couple of stickers. Yeah. Well, they did after yesterday yeah. for leaving the house and no screaming. So kind of that reward oh, bit is working that. well yes. for us too. Do you find that your kids act differently when it's just them and Mark? Like, so I find with Jules, yesterday he tells me that he goes and catches up with our buyer's advocate. Yes, guys, we are still looking for that. <laughs> It'll come. Um, it will come. Um, and, you know, and I was like, well, what did you do with Noah? He's like, I just brought him along. I'm oh. like, you just brought Noah along to like a meeting. I'm like, yeah. for me, yeah, he would just be spinning wheels in the cafe. Whatever. He's like, no, he just like sat there and was like, had his hot chocolate. And I'm like, I wonder why is it so easy for it's you? It's actually what we were going to talk about yeah. today. That Fun fact, guys. Yeah. Leonie and I both married sons of dairy farmers, generational dairy farmers. Yes. What are the chances if yeah. you told so us as 16-year-olds <laughs> that we were going to end up marrying country boys who are dairy farmers? Oh, us city son, slickers. <laughs> What the heck? We didn't plan it and they're from very different parts of Victoria. But uh, true fact. And Mark and Jules both have a similar energy, whereas you and I, our motors run super fast. We have a lot more anxious energy. And I think, like, I certainly know what you're talking about in terms of, yeah, the boys are a lot calmer with Mark because... He just has a much more calmer disposition. Yes. He moves at a slower pace. Yeah. You and I are like a hurricane, yeah. like, <laughs> coming through the house. Like, yeah. I'm picking, I'm yelling, I'm, yeah. whereas <laughs> the boys are just like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. If the mess is there when I get home, like, so be it. Yes. Whereas I'm like, I want to come home to a clean house. Yes. I don't like coming home still having the breakfast bowls yes. sitting at the table. Yes. Like. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that you say that yeah. and wonder if it is really about the energy that they're around because yes. we know when we're together, when our energy collides, it's, you know, we lift like and we'll get excited. Yes. And it's Whereas if you are with someone who is of a more understated, calm, rational yeah. <laughs> even, yeah. Um, yeah, that's very calming to be around too. Oh, very a, centering. It really, really, really is. And I just know that it just seems like they've got an e- having an easier time when I'm not at home. Like literally, it just feels. Yeah, it really does feel. Do you way. have the rule on the weekend that if you're leaving the house, you have to take one child with you? Like you can't oh, be we, left with two. We've done a lot more than that. Oh. Uh, um, sorry, a lot more of that recently. Yeah, yeah. It's just so, how much yeah. easier is yeah. it? One when child. Yes, one child only. I feel like I've got one rooster to deal with, not two, and I have to say at the moment the little one's kind of a little bit more easier to handle, so I try to always, you know, mm. go go with that option if, I, if I've got Same. an option. If, yeah. I'm like, how about you take Harry? Yeah. I'll take Tommy and Mark's like, ah. Uh. <laughs> I wonder as well, talking about parenting styles, the way we were parented, yep. do you believe that that's come into it? Because if we think about our hubbies, 
They were off, you know, running in the through the fields, riding, riding motorbikes riding, as three-year-olds. Yes, <laughs> you what? know, a lot more that carefree, yeah. go for it, climbing trees, you know, doing all the things. Meanwhile, you know, we grew up in a city environment with yeah. probably danger. Yes, I mean, Just, I wish I could. I mean, I love living in the city and Mark and I have often spoke about if we could move back to the country and, you know, the family farm has now been sold so it's not Mate, really an issue. you would not survive. And let's face it, <laughs> I, would, I am no dairy farmer's wife. Uh, Mark's family know that full well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, would, I love the country lifestyle. Yeah. I like the pace of it. Yes. I love the opportunities that kids can just, yeah, climb trees yeah. and we actually had a situation, we were back in Echuca, um recently and Mark took the boys out onto the farm and he had them on the motorbikes mm. because that's what he had done yeah. as a young kid. You know, he jokes that he, you know, didn't wear shoes until he was five. Yeah. Like just such a, yeah, no pretenses kind of do as you please. Yeah. What a beautiful way to grow up yeah. as a kid. Like you're just not damaged by yeah. the crazy Boundaries. world that we live in in the city. Yes. Um, but anyway, he took the boys on, well, he took Tommy on the motorbike. It's an ATV type thing. Yeah. And he felt really comfortable and confident. He's always done that. He's done it for the whole 40-odd years that he's been on this planet. He has been riding motorbikes and yeah. ATVs. Yeah. But he took Tom on and the pace that he was driving on in the paddock, mm. I felt really uncomfortable about mm. because it wasn't my experience. Yes. Yes, I trusted him and knew that he would never do anything to harm yeah. our boys. Mm. But I felt really overwhelmed by that experience mm. and not comfortable with it. Because yeah. you know, my brain was going, well, what if there's a pothole in the paddock and Tommy doesn't have a helmet on? Yeah. And they probably weren't going that fast, but in my mind they were going 100 kilometres yeah. per hour. Yeah. So, yeah, he had to really sit down and go, I knew, I you know, looked at the risk. God forbid something actually would have happened because yeah. we obviously wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. But yeah. I looked at the risk. I understood yeah. you have to just ease up a bit and yeah. I was like, I still don't agree, but still. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, how you navigate that has been perhaps slightly interesting, but there's nothing I love more than going up there and having the kids ride the tractors and oh. just be in the mud yes. and, you know, play with the cows. And play like, with the cows. Like yeah. the best though and like so you can see how that would then translate perhaps into their parenting styles. Mm. I Mark and Jules is where they are just a little bit more laid back about things in general like and the mess. The they this, came from that, big families. You know? They had yes. you know lots of siblings you know lots yep. of competition around the dinner table to survive and be fed yeah. and yeah. Um, whereas we have smaller families mm. too it's a really interesting dynamic as to how that plays up. I think it's been hugely beneficial for them to grow up as yeah. part of large loving families Great. that yeah are really there for each other yes. I mean both of Jules and Mark they both mm. have really strong family yes. values yes. which I think is also maybe a bit more of a I might be generalizing a lot yeah. here but yeah. I, you know I see that as a bit of a country. Mm. They're very well connected. They've had to help each other on the farm, yes. you know, since they were young kids. Yes. Um, you're all very much in it together. Mm. The family, you know, unit must yeah. be connected yes. for, you know, there to be food on the table yes. if we're talking about the 80s and 90s yeah. of, you know, when in the 80s and 90s when the dairy farm 
yeah, was going. Yeah, so. 100%. And I think that then, as you said, the mess, the this, the that, the stuff, ever, like it doesn't, it's not such a big thing. No. Whereas yeah. if you translate that to what we have experienced, yeah. it's like, you know, for me, everything was quite regimented. Everything, you yeah. did have to excel at academics. You did have to take things really seriously. Yeah. And yes, we had a fun and often our fun would mean us rebelling against what our parents wanted us to do mm. because that was certainly more disciplinarian. Mm. Um, you know, and so it was rigid. And so therefore when my kid doesn't get in the shower, <laughs> when I tell my kid to get in the shower because we have three and a half minutes before I've got to get on to the <sighs> next thing, you know, it drives me insane. Mm. But Jules is kind of like, okay, like that's cool. No, I'll get, no worries, five more minutes. And it's just a little bit more fluid and they feel like, I would like to get to the office yeah. before midday. Like <laughs> I'd really, really like that. Like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's, for me, it's like I need to park the car at the train station yeah. and I know by a certain time the train, the parking spots are gone. gone. So that yes. is what. So I just need to drive to the city. I think that's probably the yeah. solution for this. But then <gasps> the traffic, like there's always something. I wish I could just stop my brain. Oh. Like, it would just be... Oh, my gosh. Like, literally, how much more peaceful would we be in general? But I think it's a really cool conversation. And thank you for doing Mm. your research on that because it's, like, good for us and everyone to really reflect on how are you parenting at the moment? How do you want to really be parenting? And how can you bridge the gap? And I know for me, like, maybe hopefully my roosters calm down and they're a little bit more chill so that I can start being a little bit more on their level and being the kind of parent that the authoritative or whatever it was called that I want to be. Yeah. you know, but yeah. really interesting to reflect on that. And I think we'll go between all four of those. Mm-hmm. Like, True. I think one of them was neglectful. I'm absolutely neglectful some days. Yeah. And as long as you can be aware of it yeah. then and check yourself and then find a way through it, yeah. I think that's what parenting is all about. Yes. To use a cliche word, all a bit of a journey. Yeah, all a bit of a journey. Love it, my love. Well, we'll, all right. we'll Until next soon. time. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rating or review and share it with your friends. Want to contribute to the conversation? Hit us up on Instagram at Parenthood Pod and join our Facebook group. Until next time. Thanks for listening. The Parenthood Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we produce on, the land of the Wurundjeri people. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging.